Welcome to the Coach's Nook, your weekly boost of coaching caffeine. I'm Anna Maria. I'm Vicenta. We are two certified professional coaches who are passionate about helping people move towards the life that they want to lead. Every episode, we'll be sharing practical tools and techniques that are easy enough to implement right away so you can experience the impact of coaching for yourself. Grab your favorite drink and join us for the conversation. We are starting off this episode with a shout out to Anchor. Podcast made easy. Believe you me, if we can do it, so can you. Anchor is a great platform to host and publish your podcast. Podcasts made easy. If we can do it, you can do it. I love that. And it's so true. (laughs) It is true. Believe you me, it's true. I got to tell you, though, Anna Maria, you did a lot of work on the technical part. So I just want to honor and acknowledge that. Well, thank you, because actually I had something happen where I'm working part time in HR. I had to learn Visio in order to do an org chart. And let me tell you, I even had the COO said, Anna Maria, my hat's off to you. You just didn't give up, did you, until you got it? And I said, well, you speak to my co-host that I do the podcast with. She'll say the exact same thing with the technology we had to learn to publish our podcast. So I guess determination is my middle name. I love that. And that's such a great segue into our episode today. Uh, we are going to discuss the topic of holding the vision and trusting the process. And boy, did you have a lot of trust, Anna Maria. This is the quote that we use at the end of each episode, and it comes from an unknown author, holding the vision, trusting the process. This has really impacted me these days, Anna Maria, because how do you take the steps towards the future without a vision. It's one thing to do the status quo every day, but if you really want to live a different life, it's important to imagine it and create a vision. And with that, it helps to have a blueprint. Just like if you want to build a house, you need an architect's blueprint. You'd be telling the architect exactly what you wanted, X number of bedrooms, bathrooms, where you want the living room, where you want the dining room, the kitchen, and so on. The architect would then provide you with the design and you can say whether or not you like it. It's important to know what you want out of life and a vision helps. Yes, absolutely. It provides a roadmap, if you will. If you're able to take that vision you have in your mind and actually put it on paper or on a vision board, it helps bring it to life. There's an abundance meditation from Bob Proctor, which I really like. And he says, if you can envision it on the screen of your mind, you can hold it in the palm of your hands. It is so powerful and so true. And he also mentions a lavender energy entering the crown of your head and traveling through your body to the tip of your toes which will release and cleanse negative energy so that you are balanced again. 
And purple is also the color associated with the crown chakra in case anyone in our audience is into energies in the chakras. Oh, that sounds really interesting. Actually, it is. And it was really powerful. I was doing it in 2020. And I did reap benefits from it, actually. So I have to start doing it again. I share it with so many of my clients and friends. Wow, that sounds really interesting. Okay, let's continue. We've mentioned this before. And that is our results come from the actions we take as a result of the feelings we have produced from the thoughts that enter our mind. So again, having that vision is so important. When my daughter was born, it wasn't about being a good mom. It was about what kind of mother-daughter relationship did I want when my baby was turning five or 10 or 15 or 30. I took classes, I read books on parenting, One of them, by the way, is still going really strong, and that is how to talk so your kids will listen and listen so your kids will talk by Adele Faber and Elaine Maslich. It's an oldie but goldie. Now that we have the vision down, let's talk about trusting the process. Yes, trusting the process really means putting a plan in place and actually taking the steps and the action towards your vision. Is it going to be smooth sailing? Probably not. Will there be hiccups? Absolutely. However, trusting the process that you will eventually arrive is what it is all about. Yes. And it's important to realize that you are going to face some obstacles. I'm so glad that you mentioned that, Anna Maria, because it won't be smooth sailing and having that awareness will help tremendously. We use this in our coaching practice all the time when we have our clients think about the worst case, the best case, and likeliest case scenario. Here's another technique, the if-then plan. There was a study a while back with a professor. He did this experiment with his class. So the whole class was asked to provide an essay, a one-page essay, by December 26. It had to be in the professor's email inbox. He divided the class in in two. The first group was told, you have to write out this essay and it has to be in my inbox. Goodbye, have a nice Christmas. The second group was told, you have to have this essay by December 26, but also think about what might get in the way if you encounter some problems? So it got the students thinking about an if-then plan, like what might get in the way. So if Uncle John's family comes over on Christmas Day and I'm not able to do my paper, then I will you know, take an hour out of my time with my family and write out this essay, or I will wake up early December 26, write out the paper and send it. Well, do you know that the first group that wasn't given any kind of tip as to what they can do if an obstacle came about, the first group, I think, handed 25% or 33% of the group handed the paper on time. 
The second group that was told about a possible obstacle, but to have a different plan in place, 75% of them handed it in. So that's the power of thinking about what might get in the way and then coming up with different solutions to, to help you um, get to where you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. I love that example. And the technique is very powerful. It supports us and it sets us up for success, doesn't it? Because we think about the resources we'll need should the worst case scenario happen, et cetera. We are planning for it. We accept that it might happen. And this releases the stress and fear that we would have around it. This way, we'll be ready for whatever happened so we can set ourselves up for success. Yes, Anna Maria, absolutely. Another way to trust the process and to keep our momentum and motivation going is looking back to see how far we've come. Oftentimes, we look at our goals and think about all the work we have yet to accomplish. And honestly, that could be really super tiring. But looking back helps us to keep us on track. I have a very simple example to give. And you're familiar with our recent snowfall a couple of weeks ago, Anna Maria. Oh, am I ever. <laughs> a little. So we had a huge snowfall and the snow was over a foot deep, I believe. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the day after the snow settled, I went out to the backyard to shovel the path to the garage and then shovel the laneway. For every foot of snow, it took me about three or four shovelfuls of snow to clear. You know, I was determined to clear that path. And so I told myself, I can do this and I will do this. And after a few feet of clearing, I started looking back at my progress and it really helped. It gave me momentum to keep going. I was inspired to do that by a book I had read, The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. So looking back was really powerful. Absolutely. It's very important to remind ourselves just how far we have come. And it acts actually as a way to motivate us. Looking back often surprises when we realize the progress we've made. Just looking back over the last two years after leaving corporate HR and seeing where I am now, would I have thought I'd be podcasting? running a coaching business and being a part-time HR manager and corporate coach for a small family business, I would have said, no way, Jose. I also went through the loss of my mother and I continue to miss her more and more each day. I know she's looking down on me and supporting me. I'm a better person for having her love and influence in my life. And just the other day, I was looking through my binders and notes from our coach training. 2020 was a year of learning and development for me. I learned so much through masterminds, workshops, etc. It is time to review all my notes to remember the tools I learned so I can start using them more and more often with my clients and those I coach at work. All I can say is, wow. Wow is right, Anna Maria. You did go through a lot in the last two years. And I just want to acknowledge and honor that. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome, my friend. 
it's also not just looking back to see where you're at. It's also putting in the work so you can move forward. And you're a great example of that, Anna Maria, putting in all that work. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> There's a great, <laughs> you're welcome. There's a great book, So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport. And he, in his book, he talks about an interview he had with the musician, Jordan Tice. And the musician, Jordan Tice, showed him these five lines of music that he was working on. And, you know, they had this conversation and, and Cal Newport asked, asked Mr. Tice, how long is this going to take you? And he said, oh, it'll be about a month. And he said, well, how long are you practicing every day? And he said, about two to three hours. Now you can imagine five lines of music is not very much, but to spend the time, two, three hours every single day for 30 days, that's a lot. Can you imagine that? That's really trusting the process. You're not kidding. Yeah. And Cal Newport calls this the craftsman mindset. And this is very much in line with what we have mentioned before as the mastery mindset versus the performance mindset. So this musician was really mastering those five lines. Absolutely. It's all about the journey, isn't it? Not the destiny. It is. It is safe to say that if you put in the work, you can let go and trust the process that everything will work out in due time. We heard that phrase over and over again through our training. Trust the process. You will learn and become great coaches with time. We had a lot of work to do to receive the certification. It was easy to give up. However, we were resilient and we did the work. Earn the certification and look at us now. Absolutely, Anna Maria. It was a lot of work. And because of all that work, I think for me, it convicted me that if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all in. And that helped me stay the course, that commitment to it and the growth that happened was incredible. The more I got into the homework, the webinars and the assignments, the more I realized that this was really what I wanted to do. And look at us now, not just coaches, but podcasters as well. Episode 40. It's incredible how far we've come. Wow. And if I think back in the fall of 2020 that we'd actually make it to episode 40, I would say, hmm, wow. <laughs> I, you know what? It's a little unbelievable for me that we're at episode 40. Incredible. I know. I know. We should be very, very proud. You know, we've come a long way. So just letting go and having faith that it'll all work out in the end in its own time. Yeah. And that commitment to spend the hours, right? We've spent mm -hmm. hours and hours and hours on this. Exactly. I'm very, I too, am very, I too am very proud of the work we've done. Yes. You know, having faith, there was a lot of growth and momentum when we were training to be coaches and we became confident in our ability to coach others and better use the tools we were taught. Were there obstacles? Absolutely. 
but we held that vision and took one step after the other. One thing I noticed about myself was that I was growing and I was more open to growth. Absolutely. We constantly grow and learn with every experience in our lives. In the end, it will make you calmer as you're not trying to control what you can't control. We're going with the flow, as they say. In the end, it will all lead to our purpose as to why you are doing what you are doing in the first place. When you connect to the greater purpose, it gives you the motivation and drive to keep going. Just like the story of our podcast and how it evolved, our greater purpose was to reach an audience and share the power of coaching and the many tools and techniques our audience can quickly apply to make an impact on their lives. We spoke about the importance of having a vision and trusting the process, along with some techniques to allow you to do this and manifest it in your life. We will end with a quote from an anonymous author. A goal without a plan is just a wish. Thank you so much for listening to The Coach's Nook with me, Anna Maria. And me, Vicenta. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe and share it with your family and friends. And if you want more information or to schedule a private coaching session with either one of us, please check the show notes on how to reach us. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, never lose sight of where you want to be, which leads me to a quote from an unknown author that we both love. Hold the vision trust the process. Until next time.